<laughs> 7 o'clock on the West Coast, 10 a.m. on the East Coast, 2 p.m. in foggy London town, 5 o'clock in Saudi Arabia, and in Malaysia, it's 1973. I'm Jay Sheldon, and I'm not wearing pants. And it is so hot in here. Oh, my God. Seriously. No, that's not what pissed me off, but it is hot. It was hot all day today. Thanks, Dean. Dean's like the stream. Thank you, sir. Um, it is just like a, a billion degrees. And here in the studio, it's even more hot. I'm telling you, I, I didn't put this shirt on until about 30 seconds ago. 30, I did a Joe Biden 30 seconds ago. Uh, it's just, oh man, unbelievably hot. And we had a nice big thunderstorm roll through Subang Jaya today. So I don't know. It didn't really clear the, uh, clear the air out much. Hey, chaotic robot. Good morning. Invis Toby. Hello to the UK. And uh, Dean, nice to see you in the chat also. It rained all day over here. Want some of that? Yeah. No, no, no. We got we got the rain, but it didn't do what it usually does. Normally, it you know it clears things up, makes things a little cooler. It just it just didn't do that today. And now I got a I got a fan right above my head. I I have an aircon unit in here, but it's a little noisy, and the fan's bad enough. So I I don't run it when I'm in here. Besides, it's old and it doesn't work very well. Um, so I, I turn the aircon in on in the other room and blast it, and hopefully some of it kind of sucks into this room a little bit through the semi-partially open door here. So, <laughs> yeah, but that's still not still not what irked me tonight. We'll get to that, trust me. It is Thursday, and I hope you had a good St. Patty's Day yesterday. It is P-A-D-D-Y, by the way. It's not P-A-T-T-Y. It's Patty. Paddy. I know it's St. Patrick, but it's Patty. Uh, anyway, so happy St. Patrick's Day a day after. It was yesterday. Uh, let me just check my map here. Yeah, it's now the next day all across the planet. Even though it's, you know, this is so much easier now. You're on daylight, you're off daylight savings time. So I know now in the East Coast, it is exactly 12 hours earlier than what it is here. So if it's 10 o'clock here, it's 10 o'clock there, a.m. So makes life much easier. And besides, all of my relatives, almost everyone I know or have been friends with and family, all live on the East Coast. So. Yeah, we're all East Coast people. The ones that I still talk to anyway. <laughs> it's a long story. Just rainy here. Summon some of the heat. Swap it for the cold, I promise. Yeah, chaotic. I, trust me. I could bottle it up and sell it there, I'm sure. But um, but yeah, I got I to gotta find a way to cool off. Plus, I mean, everything going on kind of kind of cranked me up anyway. So uh, there was that. We are, uh, wanna, we, uh, first we want to thank streambeats.com, uh, Harris Heller and his great site, uh, streambeats.com. That's where the music comes from that you hear. They do not pay me for this, but uh, they supply free music. If you are a streamer, 
a gamer, whatever it may be, for Twitch or YouTube, Facebook, uh, Live, uh, where we all are right now here on I'm Not Wearing Pants. Um, but their music is copyright free. You'll get no strikes. And uh, it, he just puts it out there out of the goodness of his heart. Now, I'm quite sure Harris Teller is not hurting for cash. He puts out all kinds of incredible YouTube videos and Twitch broadcasts, and he's making some scratch. But credit where credit's due and a tip of the hat to uh, streambeats.com. Um, like, share, subscribe, of course, wherever you may be watching. If you're on uh, Facebook Live, we are I'm Not Wearing Pants as the page, so make sure you like our page and follow. Actually, I think if you like it, you... It, we will automatically follow. Um, by the way, I was looking at some numbers. It's very weird. I've got like uh, nine people more that follow the page. I'm not wearing pants. Than actually have liked it. You know, like if if like was three hundred, follow is three oh nine. It's I don't figure what the numbers are. What? Why would you follow and not like? If you don't like it, don't follow it? I, I don't know. I mean, I, hey, I appreciate anything. Follow, like, whatever it may be. It all has to do with the algorithms and how much you share it. For example, on YouTube, liking is important. Sharing is also important. Following. Subscribing is one of the big things on YouTube. Twitch? I don't know. I, pfft, go figure. I, I think it's subscribers. I, I don't know. Probably viewers, too. That helps. And uh, Facebook, of course, it's kind of a combination of liking, sharing, followers, that kind of thing. Whatever it is, wherever you may be watching, please do me the favor, like, share, follow. If you uh, w are so inclined, also, I, I don't plug this much, but I do once or twice in a show. If you're on Twitch, you can click right there on that link, and that will send you to a separate page. You won't lose me here but you can make it a financial donation. If you are on Facebook Live, up above here in the uh, description is a link. You click that. That might take you away from the stream, but you can always hit the back button, and you can make a donation that way if you are so inclined. No obligation. We appreciate whatever you may or may not be able to do. Just you being here is good enough for me. Um, also, I got my Skype working. So I don't know, Missy, if you want to try and call again. I know you tried the last time and we completely screwed it up. But I think my Skype is working. So you'll see down here at the bottom, um, you can call in. This is a number in uh, Connecticut. You can use your hand phone, your house phone, your cell phone. See here we call them hand phones in the U.S. They're called cell phones. Cell phone, hand phone, house phone, whatever phone you want. one 598 is the number. However, toll charges will apply unless that's a local call for you. And if you want with Skype, then you just hit this, like, Jay Sheldon, search Jay Sheldon. You'll see that logo right there. And uh, that's the one. You can connect right in, get on the show, talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. Yes, Chaotic Robot, Skype finally came back. Now, I haven't had a call. We tested it, and it works, both a video call and an audio call. It does work. We didn't test it live, so we'll see. <laughs> we will see. Uh, yeah, so um, among the many and various things I have to talk about tonight, 
they all kind of ticked me off, but one of them in particular. I'll get to that later. Let's uh, do a quick Facebook review here. <coughs> Excuse me. There we go. I don't know that you can see this. This is a post from Dan Bongino's uh, Facebook page, Dan Bongino, Bongino at Bongino.com. He also does an amazing talk show. He's been doing that for six or seven years now. Uh, he is an incredible talent, and uh, I am a regular listener. I spend my morning listening, part of it, listening to his show. Um, and he talked about this today, and I wanted to bring it to you in case you aren't familiar with Dan and his show. It's, like I said, please uh, go to uh, Bongino.com, and uh, you'll also find him on Rumble.com. Um, anyway, he, he highlighted this, and, and, and his comments, I will echo his comments. Obligated, or my goodness, where have you been? We haven't seen you in a long time. Good to have you back. Thank you, my friend. Good to see you again. Um, the Washington Times is the article, and Columbia University, yesterday, day before, Fox News reporting, in addition to its official commencement ceremony, the Ivy League school is now going to host six different graduation ceremonies based on things like income level, race, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation. So in other words, we've, what, we've gone back to the 40s and 50s and 60s and before that? I thought we got rid of all this racism crap. I thought that what y'all were fighting against or accusing conservatives of being. No, no, obligated, that's okay. No, no need to apologize. <laughs> it's great to have you back. Anyway, yeah, they, they are going to now have, in addition to their usual uh, commencement ceremony, a black-only commencement ceremony. Uh, I assume maybe a gender, a woman-only, a man-only, a however you identify as-only, um, income level. I wonder if there's going to be a white-only graduation ceremony. Think about it. Uh, you know, it's beyond these woke universities and these idiots running the show and likely the professors there are just... We talked about it before, how it's above and beyond stupid. Yeah, what is that? Here's the analogy that Dan made, and I'm repeating his words, I'm paraphrasing, but he was exactly right. Imagine this. You go into your favorite restaurant, and you see signs above some of the tables. Black... Oh, 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 let me, let me start with this. Columbia, when asked about it, Columbia University said, well, it's voluntary. So... Okay, so you go into your favorite restaurant, and above the tables, there's signs. Black only, white only, gay only, Hispanic only. What are you going to do? Oh, and then the owner of the restaurant says, well, it's okay because it's voluntary. What I would do is turn around and beat feet fast. I don't want anything to do with any place like that. It's just unbelievable 
how far these morons have taken this, that it's circled back around. I'm sorry, you're classifying people by their race, gender possibly, ethnicity, income level? Mm, sounds a bit racist to me. Columbia University, an Ivy League school. Anyway, another idea that Dan had, and I love this, he said, what you should do is, let's say the black-only commencement ceremony. If you are not black, you should go to the ceremony and bring gifts. Bring them flowers, bring them some small gifts, give them hugs. If they have a LGBT commencement ceremony and you are not in one of those letters, uh, go, bring them gifts, give them hugs, show up, just to show that we don't put up with that kind of crap here. Really good idea. All right, so enough of that. I just, I had to mention it. If you haven't heard the story, look it up. It's in the Washington Times, and it's, uh, it's frightening. It's truly frightening and ridiculous, obligated. You're right, ridiculous doesn't begin. Well, speaking of ridiculous, here is a headline. Whoops, didn't mean to do that. Here is a headline that screams ridiculous. I live in Subang Jaya, by the way. This is from the Malay Mail. Soup, little, little, little preview of the, of the background here. Subang Jaya just recently became an official city. So now there's MPSJ. Um, so they now have city status. Uh, I don't get the technicalities of it, but the bottom line is it's now an official city. They've been going a little nuts recently. And among them is this piece of stupidity. <laughs> Redundant. It's also ridiculous. Subang Jaya residents no longer allowed to grow fruit trees and veggies outside of their homes. Okay, so you dig into the story a little bit here. Uh, planting trees in open spaces, green areas, and buffer zones within MBSJs, that's, it's a Malay word for the city of Subang Jaya. Uh, their administrative area is prohibited. Um, if you And let me explain, too. I see this all the time when we take Miko for walks. There are places out in front of your house that is not your property. And then the areas around the parks and things, you have usually a little flat area and then a walled up and ramps that go into the park. So people that live across from there will take some potted plants, just kind of make the area look nice. In some cases, grow fruits and vegetables. We have mango trees and, and coconut trees and all kinds of uh, different fruits and vegetable trees and things. <coughs> Excuse me. So they will grow these things. They, you know, you, my, my neighbor has a great mango tree full of mangoes when they're in season. Um, and, they just grow there. Um, now, apparently, they don't want people using those areas to grow anything. Yeah, what's wrong with being self-sufficient? Exactly. Uh, not hurting anybody most of the time because people do it uh, with a purpose. They take care of it. It's well-maintained. 
in a lot of cases, it's a hell of a lot better maintained than the city council or whatever the MBSJ does. And let me tell you something. If you've ever seen these people who work for this council cutting trees or trimming trees, they have absolutely no freaking idea what they're doing. I highly doubt they've been trained. I will tell you that I have been doing bonsai for since I was 15 years old. So that's almost 50 years I've spent. Yes, a bonsai is a small tree in a pot, but the, the, the theory, the idea behind bonsai, trimming the bonsai for better growth and controlled growth, translates to a larger tree. It's the same process, just in miniature. I've been doing it for 50 years. I think I know what the hell I'm talking about. And let me tell you something. I've watched you guys to trim trees and you don't. You just cut whatever you want to cut with no regard to the way it's going to grow, to the health of the, of the tree. And so don't tell me you know more than other people about how to take care of plants and vegetation. And it says MPSJ has a, MBSJ, a policy for controlled tree planting and landscape beautification. What is that? Just cut it all down, nilly-willy? This is absurd. Uh, you can get an application and an approval, like you're going to get one, to grow things. Uh, the bylaws prohibit residents digging any land or gra uh, relocating grassy soil in the area because it's meant for community recreation and to create a green, healthy, and comfortable living environment. Um, yeah. Uncontrolled planting of trees causes trees to grow messily and have no landscape significance, uniformity, or harmony. Let me just say, you have no idea what the hell you're talking about. And as far as I'm concerned, every time I've seen any of your crew cut trees, they don't know what the hell they're talking about or doing. This is insane. Absolutely insane. Let me move on because it just pisses me off. How about this one? Speaking of which, not saying they're connected, but this article also came up today, and I thought it was important. We have been now officially one year under some form of house arrest. I don't say quarantine because quarantine is what you do to sick people. We're not sick. We're under some form of house arrest. It's been exactly one year, I think it was yesterday, that we've been under one form or another of what they call here MCO, a movement control order. This was from October of 2020, last year, October, so a few months ago, um, uh, from Bernama in the New Straits Times. Half a million Malaysians depressed. No surprise there. And nearly 500 suicide attempts this year. I don't want to be all Debbie Downer with this show, but honestly, these things are starting to pile up, and it is no surprise. Almost a half a million Malaysians experience symptoms of depression, according to the National Health and Morbid Morbidity Survey. Uh, befrienders in Kuala Lumpur, um, the patron Tansri Lee Lam Thai, uh, said the uh, National Health 
and Morbidity Survey 2019 also found 424,000 children experiencing mental health problems begin at the age of 14. I'm telling you. Um, Those struggling with suicidal thoughts, 465 attempted suicide cases between January and June of last year. This was a serious problem, and uh, it needs to be addressed. If you are considering suicide, give the befrienders a call. I'm sorry, I do not have a number. I'm hoping someone will post it. Sadly, in this article, they didn't, which is kind of stupid. But um, you can easily just internet search befrienders you'll see it right there uh there befrienders kuala lumpur and um they do a a wonderful job talk to somebody a professional a friend um talk to somebody it's important all right like i said i didn't want this whole thing to be all debbie downer uh it's it's depressing as hell so on to some good things <laughs> or Slightly less depressing things. How about that? Um, look at this. Check this shot out. This is an actual photo of the exact moment that lightning hits the water. One in a million shot. Check that out. How cool is that? It's actually a really long shot. You see it goes from here all the way down. And I, this looks like some sort of a swampland or something down here. Check this out. But that is the exact moment that a bolt of lightning hit the ground. That is insane. How crazy is that? Amazing. I, I, again, I like to share both the sublime and the ridiculous. We started with the ridiculous. Now we're going to the man that's just weird or what. Um, and... I found this yesterday on Jaded in Japan, a great site on Facebook. I follow them quite regularly. And um, this caught my eye because it is the dragon flying over Mount Fuji from 1849 by a Japanese artist, of course. We've talked about him a lot. Hokuzai. Katsushika Hokuzai from the Edo period. Um... It's from an album of pictures by Hokuzai, uh, two-volume, 1849 publication. And this, I can't fit it all on the screen, so bear with me while I scroll down. You see the dragon in the smoke coming from Mount Fuji, and it, it continues like that. Now, here's the weird part. I have an ancient scroll of this woodblock print. I tried. I, I I can't get a picture. I should have put a camera downstairs. But downstairs in my living room, I have a little kind of fake tokenoma going on, and I change the scroll about once a month or two. And um, I just changed it to this this Hokuzai uh, drawing and a uh, woodblock print, I should say. Um, this very one. And that is so cool. I actually had lost the information about it, so now now I've got it here. Um, 
1849 by Hokusai. It's it's a brilliant. Some say that the that when Hokusai painted this, he actually intended for this dragon to represent Hokusai, um, because he passed away not long after he completed this uh, this series. At least that's what I've heard. So anyway, uh, very cool and and extremely cool because, like I said, I have this thing. So that's uh, that's kind of nice. Nice. All right. Uh, what else is going on? What else is going on is Alice in Wonderland. We're going to do a little bit of that, I think. Um, that's about all I wanted to ch chat about today. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with this stupid new rule about, or maybe it's n not a new rule, but now they're going to enforce it where you can't have fruit trees and plants in front of your house and whatever uh okay so <laughs> um we talked about that we talked about all the good and the bad and the ugly and um i think it is time to move on over to alice in wonderland however a little footnote here <coughs> excuse me this is chapter nine the mock turtle story i cut it in half i don't read ahead but i looked ahead and this thing is like very, very long. It's a huge chapter. And I would be here for an hour. My voice would give out. So there is no way. So this one might wind up being slightly shorter, but I'll put it into two parts. So part one of chapter nine tonight and part two of chapter nine we'll do at the end of our stream on Saturday night. You got to bear with me. Yeah, it's a half chapter chaotic robot, but trust me, this thing goes on forever. It's like six, seven pages, and it's really tiny type, too. Uh, this all comes from the Gutenberg Project at Gutenberg.org, and we certainly want to thank the good folks over there. It is a free site. They have public domain books and all the old classics, if you're interested in those kind of reading material. You can get them for free in different formats, Word doc, text files, ebooks, in whatever system, Apple, PC, whatever. They've got all kinds of formats there. Um, so check it out. It's gutenberg.org. The Gutenberg Project, thanks to them very much. Again, they don't pay me to say this. I just tip the hat where it's due, and it's certainly due here. Um, so Alice in Wonderland is the book we've been doing. We, of course, finished off um, The Wizard of Oz. We are, by the way, because this is Chapter 9, we're getting down to the almost the end of Alice in Wonderland. So you guys need to do me a favor. Go over to The Gutenberg Project and... Vote for what book you'd like me to read next. The, the way this works, if you're new to the channel, is I pick a book, or you guys pick a book, make suggestions, and then we read one chapter in the book every night. It has to be something in the public domain. Ideally, I would love to have done Winnie the Pooh, which is a book I used to read to my significant other every night, uh, one chapter at a time. Uh, unfortunately, it is not in the public domain. It is copyrighted, and I will get all kinds of sued and copyright strikes if I do a public performance, which is what they classify this as for all four of you. So 
Anyway, um, yeah, so the Gutenberg Project's books are copyright-free. They're public domain, so check them out. And kind of stick with the theme, you know, like the Iliad and the Odyssey or, uh, or War and Peace is A, huge, B, not the kind of thing that really is going to be a lot of fun to read. They're great books, don't get me wrong, but, you know, reading them on the stream is kind of meh. Okay. And this is kind of weird because, as we know, uh, Alice in Wonderland is like this psychedelic drug trip. Um, <laughs> we've been having a lot of fun reading this stuff. <coughs> so let's mosey on ahead. Let me grab a quick swig of coffee. Okay, honestly, I lied. It's green tea tonight. I had so much coffee today. Okay. <laughs> Chapter 9. The Mock Turtle's Story. You can't think how glad I am to see you once again, you dear old thing, said the Duchess as she tucked her arm affectionately into Alice and they walked off together. Alice was very glad to find her in such a pleasant temper and thought to herself that perhaps it was only the pepper that made her so savage when they met in the kitchen. When I'm a duchess, she said to herself, not in a very hopeful tone, though, I won't have any pepper in my kitchen at all. Soup does very well without. Maybe it's always pepper that makes people hot-tempered, she went on, very much pleased at having found out a new kind of rule, and vinegar must make them sour, and chamomile that makes them bitter, and and barley sugar and such things that make children sweet-tempered. I only wish people knew that. Then they wouldn't be so stingy about it, you know? Well, she'd quite forgotten the Duchess by this time, and was a little startled when she heard her voice close to her ear. You're thinking about something, my dear, and that makes you forget to talk. I can tell just now what the moral of that is, but I shall remember it in a bit. Um, perhaps it hasn't one, Alice ventured to remark. Tut, tut, child, said the Duchess. Everything's got a moral, if only you can find it. And she squeezed herself up closer to Alice, uh, to Alice's side as she spoke. Alice did not much like keeping so close to her, first because the Duchess was very ugly, and secondly because she was exactly the right height to rest her chin upon Alice's shoulder, and it was an uncomfortably sharp chin. However, she didn't like to be rude, so she bore it as well as she could. The game's going on rather better now, she said, by way of keeping up the conversation a little. It is so, said the Duchess, and the moral of that is, Oh, tis love, tis love, that makes the world go round. Somebody said, Alice whispered, that it's done by everybody minding their own business. Ah, well, it means much the same thing, said the Duchess digging her sharp little chin into Alice's shoulder, as she added, And the moral of that is, take care of the sense 
and the sounds will take care of themselves. How fond she is of finding morals in things, Alice thought to herself. I dare say you're wondering why I don't put my arm around your waist, the Duchess said after a pause. The reason is that I'm doubtful about the temper of your flamingo. Shall I try the experiment? He might bite, Alice cautiously replied, not feeling at all anxious to have the experiment tried. Very true, said the Duchess. Flamingos and mustard both bite. And the moral of that is, birds of a feather flock together. Only mustard isn't a bird. Alice remarked. Right, as usual, said the Duchess. What a clear way you have of putting things. It's a mineral, I think, said Alice. Of course it is, said the Duchess, who seemed ready to agree with everything that Alice said. There is a large mustard mine near here, and the moral of that is, the more there is of mine the less there is of yours. Oh, I know, exclaimed Alice, who had not attended to this last remark. It's a vegetable, and it doesn't look like one, but it is. Hmm, I quite agree with you, said the Duchess. And the moral of that is, be what you would seem to be. Or, if you'd like it put more simply, Never imagine yourself not to be otherwise than what it might appear to others that what you were or might have been was not otherwise than what you had been would have appeared to them to be otherwise. I think I should understand that better, Alice said very politely, if I had it written down, but I can't quite follow it the way you say it. Well, there's nothing to what I could say if I choose, the Duchess replied in a pleased tone. Uh, pray don't trouble yourself to say it any longer than that, said Alice. Oh, don't talk about trouble, said the Duchess. I'll make you a present of everything I've said as yet. A cheap sort of present thought Alice. I'm glad they don't give birthday presents like that. But she did not venture to say it out loud. Thinking again, the Duchess asked with another dig of her sharp little chin. I've a right to think, said Alice sharply, for she was beginning to feel a little worried. Just about as much right, said the Duchess, as pigs have to fly. And the... But here, to Alice's great surprise, the Duchess's voice died away. Even in the middle of her favorite word, moral, and that arm that was linked into hers began to tremble. Alice looked up, and there stood the queen in front of them, with her arms folded, frowning like a thunderstorm. A fine day, your majesty, the duchess began in a low, weak voice. Now I give you fair warning, 
shouted the queen, stomping on the ground as she spoke. Either you or your head must come off, and that in about half no time. Take your choice. The duchess took her choice and was gone in a moment. Let's go on with the game, the queen said to Alice, and Alice was too much frightened to say a word, but slowly followed her back to the croquet ground. And that's where we're going to take a break and cut this chapter in half. Trust me, it keeps going a long way. We will get to the other half of chapter nine uh, when they do head back to the croquet ground, Alice and the Queen, on our next stream. Because, like I said, this was a huge chapter. And, as I also said, we are um, we're just about through the book. So, go over to the Gutenberg Project, gutenberg.org, and check out their uh, their books and see which one you'd like. Let me know. Put your suggestions in the uh, in the chat. You can do that on Saturday night, and uh, I'll see it. And um, by the way, I'll be setting up a separate email just for the stream. It'll be like no pants at jsheldon.com because I've got my own domain. So uh, we'll set that up so you will have another way of uh, communicating and connecting. I've got some uh, great emails, things that we've received. Appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'll do that and I'll let you know on Saturday night or I'll stick it down here or somewhere so you get reminded about it. Um, cool. Part one and part two together. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, hashtag in no pants land, if I'm not mistaken, uh, on 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 uh, Twitter. Uh, hashtag in, in no pants land is what you want to check out over there. Thank you. Thank you so sincerely for that. Uh, indeed. All right. So we did, uh, we did just about everything. We covered everything I wanted to chat about tonight. Thank you. Thanks for uh, hanging out on the stream. And um, I will see you again on Saturday night. It always seems like such a long time between Saturday night and Tuesday. But then Tuesday to Thursday to Saturday. Oh, well, I guess it is because it's... Is it one day or two days? Anyway, it always seems longer than it is. Uh, all right, guys, I'm out of here. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out on Facebook Live. I'm not wearing pants. Jay Sheldon's YouTube channel live. And, of course, twitch.tv. Jay Sheldon, no pants. Until Saturday night, I'm Jay Sheldon, and I'm not wearing pants. Good night.